2: And I've had this song in my mind for a while, Times, they are a changin'. Can you feel it? So much is happening, moving, shifting all around the world. And, you know, there's COVID-19, the coronavirus. You may be asked to self-quarantine, social distance, and perhaps stay home. There's shelter at home commands from different states. But that doesn't mean we have to be alone. No one should feel isolated, disconnected, or alone in these times. There's an emergence response. I'm going to say that again because I like it, and I said it wrong. There's an emergent response to the COVID-19 pandemic that is connecting individuals across the planet, and I am so happy to share it with you today. The connection field. The Connection Field is a global service project initiated by the good of the whole community to provide online support, connection, and community during these unprecedented times of COVID-19. The Connection Field is an ever-expanding field of love and resonance for the good of the whole. It's a loving, inclusive space to be authentic and show up in whatever way you need to show up. And it's an opportunity to expand in heart resonance, embodied wholeness, and meaningful connection. The connection field is live daily on Zoom. Right now, it's noon to 5 Eastern, but those... Times are going to change quickly as we continue to expand the hours that it's available. So just check that out. We'll show you how to do that later. But it is live now on Zoom daily and will continue to expand in the coming weeks. You are invited to come on in and feel the resonant love lift your day. We're going to tell you how to do that. But first, I invite you to take a few deep breaths. Open your mind and heart and settle into your essential wholeness as I introduce our guests. Shelley Darling is co-founder of Good of the Whole, and John Brockett is a member of the advisory council. Both lead online resonant groups and circles with years of experience and expertise, and have been instrumental in the formation and implementation of the connection field, and I'm so happy to have both of you here to talk about this global service project. Welcome John and Shelly. Well,
3: thank you, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Yeah. Glad to be here.
2: I'm glad you're here too. And I just want to, most listeners know I have a connection with good of the whole. And so um, I just want to presence that I do have a connection with good of the whole. I'm right here with these guys working on this project, but um, hope to bring an incredible opportunity to all of you here today so John I'm going to start with you and I'm going to pick on you because Shelly has been on my show a couple times before but you haven't so I'm going to ask you our traditional first question because I love to ground our conversation in a whole worldview and really help our listeners understand so I want to ask you what does all things connected mean to you?
1: Well, that's a wonderful question, and I don't feel picked on at all. I feel privileged. Um, all things connected, uh, you know, I've been a, a fan of of celestial uh, phenomenon. I've been a fan of the incredible um, uh, natural processes that we here on have here on Earth, and most I've spent most of my time in my life dealing with the human phenomenon in a number of ways. And it's become obvious to me uh, over the years that there is no separation between all those phenomena. You can find the uh, exact same patterns and uh, and modalities of life here on planet Earth as you can find anywhere in the universe. As a matter of fact, the multiverse. And so that every every phenomenon, every particle in the universe exists right within us and so that we are all connected all things all things living and not living are all connected and that's kind of the way i see it
2: Mm. thanks john so let's just dig into this connection field and have a, a a good conversation i'm looking forward to it but let's begin by Really, I'm interested in your own personal understanding of what this project really is and what it means to each of you individually. So, Shelley, I'm going to start with you. What is the connection field?
3: Well, the connection field is very much what John just described. Um, But it's a place, it's an inclusive space where that's been created and initiated, as you were saying, by um, these mentoring stewards who have come together to really listen to It's a, it's a listening space. It's a space where you can fully feel um, valued and connected and, and it opens a presencing of wholeness, a sense of um, moving from, you know, we're, we're, like you said, we're in this pandemic and this fear is, is, just vibrating it's waving across the, the universe across our planet but here it's a time to really feel the sense of meaningful connection that where your body can uh rest and that's what i'm seeing even though we've just started yesterday through about six or seven hours this invitation to come in and and experience the direct experience of the intelligence of the field itself this as John was describing this multiverse, this unitive nature of reality, which is where we can relax. And, um, we're describing here, this experience of heart resonance, where your heart can feel safe and loved and that fullest potential or that possibility that you as an individual human being, and we as a collective bring forth together in, um, in the space that we're calling the connection field.
2: Mm. Well, you dropped in a lot of terms that I, I think we'll dig into a little deeper in a minute. Um, her resonance, the field, We're gonna we're going to really try to unpack that for the listeners today in case those are new terms. I know in my mm-hmm. world, some of the people I love dearest listen to those words and shake their head and go, I don't understand what you're talking about mom or someone like that so (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna dig into that just a little bit more but john i'd love to hear from your perspective and your understanding so far um it's it's almost like i'm just gonna drop this in because i think it's fascinating our Mentoring stewards came together in community, and this idea emerged from within the collective consciousness and from the field. And so we all said, yes, of course, we need this. You know, our logical mind said, yes, we need a safe place. And what's happening is it's evolving into its own expression that's wanted to come forward. So we're going to talk about that in a minute, too. But John, what is your understanding of what this connection
1: field is Yeah, well, I totally agree with everything that Shelly said. And and first of all, I want to preface this with our mentoring stewards. And Julie and Shelly, co-founders of Good of the Whole, uh, have initiated this uh, um, project and this opportunity for us to come together as mentoring stewards. And by the way, anyone that feels compelled... Uh, to really become part of this unitive uh, task force uh, can do so. And uh, we can talk about those details later. But what I've found, which is really amazing to me, when we talk about the connection field, uh, we as mentoring stewards have been connected, no question, through our work over a number of years here. And yet, um, hosting this um, opportunity, the connection field uh, has deepened our connection with each other. We're just amazed at the incredible, wonderful uh, offerings that people come on to our Zoom call, uh, bring to us, and allow us to uh, individually deepen, share with each other, and then reflect uh, to the larger population. And so it's it's an amazing, amazing uh, piece. And I can say that uh, a number of my friends and acquaintances uh, have reported back to me that, you know, it's, it, it allows each person to take the time to stand and, and to sit and to relax in what we call the resonant field and find out so much more about themselves and where they come from, uh, what mm-hmm. they've done, the patterns they've lived in their lives and uh, have been busy running around, uh, doing what uh, people do in this uh, in this world that that we 've created this industrial complex this economic system, this uh, uh, global uh, way of being in culture and now we 've been uh, sequestered we are uh, many 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 of us are sitting at home and we 're having to do self reflection because there's really we can 't take it out and and dissipate it throughout the external world. So first of all, um, the connection field is allowing each individual to connect with themselves and find out that they're not alone, that they're not by themselves, that this pandemic has leveled the playing field. And this uh, large top-down model that we've lived under that has the uh, uh, the differentiations uh, into smaller sects, are it's being dissolved and we're beginning to feel all one again. And so uh, as we hold our daily uh, connection field Zoom call, we're having an incredible tapestry of people from all cultures, all places in the world uh, to come together uh, and, and, and join into a singularity so that all the differences that we held each other in before uh, don't matter quite as much. And uh, it's just a, it's a marvelous opportunity to shift uh, the way we live on this planet, and we uh, could say we we're being forced to do it. But now the joy and the opportunity of being able to do this is uh, is just become a, a wonderful heartfelt, heart sense connection among all peoples.
2: Mm. That's beautiful, John. Thank you so much. I love several things that you said and took a few notes. And I I think one of the joys that I experienced yesterday was I took some notes on what some people were saying. And a new couple that joined us said, you can't go outside but you can go inside. And I love mm-hmm. that idea <laughs> about we can't go outside, but we can go within mm-hmm. and really and do that. So um, th- that just feels like a beautiful invitation for us to come together in this way where we're really looking at self-reflection and how do we want to move forward? Like you're talking, John, in this world that's recreating itself and really dissolving um, all the old systems and structures that were built in the consciousness of separation. So thanks for saying that. I think that's really important. Mm. Now I really, um, one of the terms that we've talked about here is the field Um, why do we call it the connection field it has multiple meanings here but i like to talk about the connection in the unified field of consciousness and some say the resonant field or creating a unified field of resonance some call it the unified field of love or the the love field there's lots of different ways we refer to this field but i'm just curious if we can expand on that and talk about The field, what is it and why does it matter? And really what it's like to to come together in a collective and access that unified field. Shelley, do you want to start?
3: Sure. What comes to mind is um, the, the word wholeness and our capacity as human beings to relate to a greater whole when we're in nature and how easy it is, um, even now, like I go out and, you know, just take a walk by myself, just get a little fresh air. And yes, I'm bypassing a few people. Um, but I'm looking for that experience of connection in nature. And so for me, that's a beautiful way to kind of open up into the greater field, something beyond myself, something. And that's the first place that people go is, well, what? you know, what's beyond the the cosmos, the vastness, the stars, the, you know, um, we know that indigenous nations are always talking about that relational field or that relationship with what's sacred. And so for me, the field is the movement of the movement of the elements, the movement of um, consciousness, like you're talking about consciousness that exists when we see a bird flying that affects our our, our emotionality our physicality and it becomes an evocative piece for our spirituality. We feel it I think, I think everybody has had an experience of, I mean maybe even in a city street where you see that little bit burst of greed that comes up through the cement or there's a park, Central Park in New York or that sensate experience of something You know that, that you feel is bigger than yourself but in truth The experience of what we're talking about here, the unitive field, the unified field, that field of resonance is that attuning to something that is not just greater or something outside of ourselves. It's actually who we are. So for me, that the the expression of the field is that recognition of energy or of wave motion that moves, that is a part of the change the changing force, the soul force of, of, of nature itself, that where I belong. And I think that's really part of the connection field, the field of, of um, you know inter- interconnectivity that, that science and spirituality always bring us back to, this, this place of uh, expanded consciousness where I know that I am whole and that I am one with that wholeness. I'll I'll leave it there for John to take off on. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Jude Curvin
2: always says we don't have consciousness. We are consciousness. And I love that idea that we are that, and we are that web of life. John, do you want to add anything to that?
1: Well, sure. Uh, uh, Well said by both of you. Thank you. Uh, You know, everybody tries to define the field. And of course, in our great religions, it's called Allah, God, uh, uh, whatever it might be, a, a deity of sorts. And that uh, everything uh, comes our way through that channel. But in fact, uh, even as we speak here, we can put a name or a label on it, like the field or whatever we might. But the truth is, it's so grand, it's so large, that it it's the great mystery And, uh, what really allows us to come together in our unity and our unified field, if you want, if we want to name it that, which I I like that one, uh, is that no one has an answer, which puts us on an equal field, an equal playing field in that if, if together we respect everyone for the questions they ask about this exact subject, and no one is uh, uh, contradicted for where, where they come from and what they're asking, then there is an incredible radiance that is equally being shed upon all of us. There is a, an actual, uh, I've become a big fan of, of tying together the, the mystics and, and the scientists, and there is a, a uh, energetic field that is present for all of us to share. And regardless of the name we put on it, it is impacting all of us equal. And what we do know uh, uh, from everyone that has experienced it, which is almost everyone on the planet at one point or another, is love, is love. Mm. That energy is uh, above and beyond everything else available for all of us and available for us all equally now when we allow our belief structures and our political uh, affiliations and our uh, all the things that we've kind of developed in our industrial societies to just rest for a moment and say well i'm not i'm doing this in order to make money okay no not for a moment uh, i'm doing this in order to reach the highest pinnacle of my career no not for this moment let us just relax and begin to tap in to that universal energy field of love. And what we have this incredible gift of as human beings on this planet, at some point in our development, we got the incredible gift of being aware of that gift of love. And when we become conscious of that and we allow ourselves to share that, we receive that and then open our hearts to share that, then we are all entering into together the resonant field of love. And therefore, it's the common denominator that we could all count on. And at that point, we do not need answers. We are very, very willing to trust that the larger field of love is holding us without question uh, and without needing answers, but just for us to relax into that.
3: Mm.
2: Brilliant. I oh brilliant. I, I was smiling the whole time you were talking and you you know you mentioned the unified field of love, the resonant field of love, but the most important thing is that we could just relax in it together. So we're coming together. So this, this is an online support connection and community space. This is an a space to rest in that field together. You don't have to be a mystic or a scientist to understand any of those things we just talked about, but you will feel what we call that home frequency, that wholeness, Mm -hmm. that embodied wholeness. That beautiful is
1: that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, how, how beautiful, how amazing is that? So we do know what it is not. And I wanna get this in before the break here is what the connection field is not And then how do we access this? And then we're going to dig into some of these other concepts deeper after the break. So I just want to say that it is not a crisis hotline or an emergency mental health hotline. And yet um, I do want to say as a counseling psychologist myself and both of you, Shelley, and John have incredible experience and expertise in this too, is that – Yes, in the old medical model, this is not a crisis hotline. However, if you're feeling down, blue, a little depressed, a little anxious, um, out of sorts, isolated, alone, this is a place that will help to bring wholeness back into your life. Like you were talking about, John, like when you were talking, you were talking about a prescription for healing is that coming into this place and resting in that field creates greater wholeness. So would do either of you want to add anything to that idea? We don't have to go in depth, but it's not in the old medical model, a crisis hotline. What would you say about that?
1: Jill?
3: Well, uh, sure. Um, as you're talking, I'm just seeing all the faces that have been showing up on, on in the connection field. And we're saying that hold this is the medicine of our time, because you just talked about prescription, Julie. And I feel that um, it's, a, it's a new template. It is a, you know, some people are talking about the, the new normal. And what I'm experiencing is people are coming in and just as you're saying, resting in that field there, it's, it's enabling them to, like you said, to really return to their own state of origin of presence with themselves that brings such joy. I mean, person after person after person that's come on over the past day and a half right now, um, there is this bubbling up, this love bubble of energy that. You know, the, the word that was coming to me as you were talking is like st- is strengthening the nervous system. We're talking about the immune systems of people that, you know, are being affected and infected by this virus. And, and the talk has been we need to strengthen the immune system. And my experience has been at being inside the connection field is that the, it is strengthening that virtual. Um, immune system, that, that sense, uh, sensibility of being that people can leave, come in and out whenever they want, and they leave feeling vitalized. And we talk about the vitality code um, where I, what I'm watching is people are receiving precisely what they need in order to go back out into their homes or in their environments and be able to have a greater clarity um, within themselves and have a place to return to to deepen and develop that capacity. Beautiful. And I will say as a
2: healer, before we take a break here, as a healer, literally, it's not just a virtual immunity that we're creating. It's not just a virtual healing that literally is peculiar. You'd think I'm going to log online and see people on my computer and have this device here, but (laughs) literally the field is strong and the love is palpable It's visceral. And what we know about healing is coming into this unified field of love does heal on so many levels and so many dimensions. So it is a healing space as well, which is really beautiful. And I I can't wait to hear some of your reflections. Did you want to add something, Shell?
3: I do one quick thing. So we're being told to social distance six feet apart, but someone came on the call today. I thought it was so great. And she said, our love goes out further than six feet. That the love, the frequency, this frequency of uh, this home frequency goes beyond that six feet. So you can know that you're affecting people, whatever with your smile, with the feeling that you're carrying within your heart. So I just wanted to put that out. Our love goes out, is going out further than that six feet.
2: Beautiful that's a good place to stop. I'm Dr. Julie Kroll. You're listening to The Dr. Julie Show. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll explore so much more with John Brockett and Shelley Darling and the connection field. We'll be right back.
0: George of the Indiana Pacers When I was six, I had one thing on my mind When I was six, my days were spent playing basketball every chance I could When I was six, my dream was to make it to the NBA When I was six my mom had a stroke So I want you to learn the signs of a stroke fast F-A-S-T F, face drooping weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. I'm Paul George. Protect the ones you love. Spot a stroke F-A-S-T. Fast. Life is why. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
4: It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. (coughs) The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council.
1: This is a guided meditation on parenting. Begin by finding a comfortable, relaxed position. Let out whatever stress is in your body. It could be from the time you left your daughter's blouse in the dryer too long and it shrunk four sizes. Or when you donated her private diary to the public library. Or when you thought chaperoning the school dance meant actually dancing in the school dance. Whatever it is, let it go. The fire you started with that experimental dinner, let it go. The time you drove away from the gas pump, with the gas pump, let it go. Three, very relaxed. Two. There you go.
0: One. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
1: Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show. All things connected on Empower Radio.
2: Welcome back. Hey, if you're inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and perhaps listen to it again. You can do that by visiting my website at thedrjulieshow.com, where you'll find all the archive links as well as a listing of upcoming guests. Again, that's thedrjulieshow.com. Also, stay connected all week on my Facebook page, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie, where we continue the conversation I also invite you to be a more conscious, courageous, and compassionate co-creator of the beautiful, healthy world we depend on. Come work with us. There's lots of ways to do that. You can check out those opportunities at goodofthewhole.org. And if we're looking at the connection field, that's the same address you're going to go to. The connection field can be found at goodofthewhole.org, right on the home page as well as on the tab that says opportunities. You just click on that and um, you'll see it right there. So goodofthewhole.org. So welcome back. Oh, that was fun. Shelly, John, that was fun. And I just love having these conversations. And (laughs) <laughs> they're like literally spontaneously happening on the connection field as well. Aren't they? We're exploring, we're sharing, people are bringing up new concepts. It it really has been a, a really fun two days already.
1: Yeah, it really has. And, uh, the, the amazing thing is like, I was kind of saying before is that, um, our, our, uh, Patterns and perspectives that we held on the uh, in the world uh, are beginning to shift and change. And people calling in, you knew, you uh, you mentioned and and Shelly responded quite eloquently about hotlines. Well, in fact, you know, uh, back in the day, I was uh, I did uh, post traumatic stress disorder with uh, Vietnam vets, and I also did uh, suicide hotlines. Now those hotlines are based on people fearing for their immediate death or the immediate death of someone else. And it's a way to normalize a crisis situation that is right in our hands. This is not a hotline like that. This is, I call it a warm heart line because what happens is that as people call in and we share together and people start to feel they're not alone because they go, Hey, You know, uh, that woman that just called in, I feel the same way. And, you know, I always looked at it this way. And and now through our discussion and through hearing people from all over the world and the mentoring stewards, I'm able to look at this situation in a different way. And guess what? It warms my heart. And when my heart is warmed, my family and every person else that I come in contact with, um, I'm able just by where I am now compared to where I was, uh, relieve them of some of their fear and their distress. So it's it's a uh, it's it's not a virus, but it is uh, a a energy field that's can's that is spreading and, and spreading everywhere. And the connection field is certainly a place to come and begin that process.
2: Mm. I love that it's not a hotline it's a warm heart line. <laughs> it's a brilliant <laughs> use of words. I love it. I love that. Well, I um both of you have been talking about heart resonance. I mentioned heart resonance in the um intro and part of what we have said with the connection field is that it's an ever expanding field of love. Where literally we expand in heart resonance and embodied wholeness, and we've kind of talked about embodied wholeness, but I know there's more we could say about resonance and heart resonance. I'm going to start with you, Shelley. What can you say to our listeners about literally heart resonance as a practice? And well, I'm going to let you set because you say it so well. I'm not going to I'm not going to take your thunder. Some of your quotes about heart resonance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you start. <laughs>
3: Um, well, I guess this is, uh, my personal focus and, and expanding really just heart resonance to me, the essence of is really tuning into the frequency of love and not love as, um, an experience necessarily between two people, but as an experience with, um, this full relationship to your own life force, and the for me heart resonance is um, this experience that hard to it's it's interesting it's more, it's going back to what John was talking about this this mysterious energy that um, I guess I guess the word that's coming to me is it's it's an experience of the beloved it's an experience of um, what people might call sacred union—it's it's a vibratory field that um, is it in it, it's in, it's infused by being in relationship with itself. So if people think about um, music or guitar strings, you know, there is a sense of uh, harmonic that affects our consciousness. That either we love it or it feels disharmonious. And heart resonance is where we um, join together in this listening experience, where things just begin to soften, and we can feel literally the almost the sound itself of uh, it has a quality of connection. And when we, you know, this this something that many of us know about, some people on the show might not called heart math. It's where um, it's a it's a scientific um, exploration of this electromagnetic field that induces itself, that creates an, a feeling of um, reception within oneself. So, I mean, it's really hard to describe, but it, it is something that, um, but the best way is understanding it through music and through patterns. Jo- John was talking about patterns. And we know that there's, uh, it's a sensei experience of, of warmth, a sensitive experience of connection when when two vibrating forces are interconnecting with each other and we feel it as a human being. We feel it in our awareness. So I'll I'll pass it over to John.
1: (laughs) John. Yeah, well, um, I, I so respect Shelley's. Incredible investigation into this subject, uh, and uh, you know when we talk about love, when uh, there's a, a love, uh, and and all the listeners will can can look at this, and and there's a love for your for your intimate partner, your wife, your husband, your lover, and that is a focused love, connected and directed. And then there's the love between a mother and a child, which is very specific in its vibration and energy field. And then there's brotherly love, and then there's agape love, and then and and yet I ask myself, well, okay, if all of those are loves, where does that love come from? And uh, actually, uh, Shelley and I have been kind of working with this a little bit of uh, what if we were able to rest for a moment in what we would call undefined love so that it's not uh directed toward an object but in fact it's a uh, a universal field of love from which we as human beings can tap into and bring it in into these very uh exquisite human forms and connections and yet uh to be uh, replenished uh, and also and very much replenished as a whole of of mankind, when we take the definitions off of it, are the objects that we are directing that love toward, and rest together in the undefined love, we all grow tremendously in our capacity to then take that and share it with others. Mm. Mm.
3: Beautiful
2: yeah thank you john i so the thing that's exciting to me is bringing form to this as a practice and inviting mm-hmm. people into this global service project. This is something that um, is free, open to the public. Anyone can tune in. Right now it's five hours a day. Soon it will grow and hopefully be 24 hours in any time zone you can access this um, beautiful field. But it really does move the unified field and heart resonance into a a structured projects. This is a global service project for the field and for resonance.
1: Can I, can I add something to that? Please. Just re- just real quickly. And that is, and, and, and Shelly can, uh, and both of you can, uh, uh, confirm this. This has become so valuable for some people that, uh, you know, each one of uh, the mentoring stewards, we take an hour of that five hour day and, uh, And sometimes we pop back in uh, to uh, get a little bit more, uh, shed a little bit more. And I'll be doggone if some people, the same people coming from all parts of the world, come on to the into the connection field and stay there for three, four hours at a time because it's become so valuable for them. And so that's a confirmation for me that, that something good is happening here.
2: Mm. Shelly, do you want to add to that?
3: Yeah, um, I I think when you said structure, that sort of brought me back into understanding. So we've talked a little bit about the unified field or the heart field. And what tends to happen in, um, and is happening in the connection field is when we have resonance in a group structure really allows for a felt sense of harmonic connection between the individuals. And when the group intention is to consciously focus on the energy of the field, or we can call it universal intelligence, the experience becomes a powerful transformational tool for higher consciousness. And this is what's happening inside of um, the connection field and on the Monday call and even on the mentoring stewards, where we're together raising, activating a greater sense of that harmony and that consciousness, which allows for the birth of even uh epiphanies new ideas new solutions that we wouldn't have um necessarily felt as an individual alone doing our particular beautiful project on our own but when we come together as a collective in resonance these frequencies come together and then you know as some people say where it's greater than the sum of our parts but even more than that it's an exponential experience that's um Beyond what we, uh, beyond anything really logical, it's beyond. It's beyond that. It moves us into a place of wonder and awe, and like you were saying, Julie, create creativity and coherence. We're building coherence as a collective. So I'll just throw that into the mix mm, here.
2: I like that description. I remember um, f- my daughter, who is a millennial, was a part of the whole and the mentoring stewards for. For quite a while, uh, until she took a a shift in her, her work and couldn't get on anymore. But she would always describe it as this place where I can go, no matter what I'm feeling, and sometimes feeling low or down or incomplete, I would go on there and I would leave being more of who I am and that those ideas that creativity that spark that is ignited in that field she said mm-hmm. everyone can go and it's kind of like it it's kind of like this really amazing creative space that that births new things. So I'm glad you mentioned that, Shelley. Mm -hmm. And John, you mentioned, (laughs) I quote you, I love this, a unitive task force. You were inviting people to get involved (laughs) with the mentoring stewards. And I love that term, a unitive task force. We're talking about a global transition team becoming part of this, becoming a unitive task force. Let's talk about this. How can people get involved, whether we're going to give you the specific, specific instructions of how to come on to the call but if you want to help lead if you want to be a cohort in cohort in all of this work what do they need to do john what's a unitive task force what do you mean
1: <laughs> wow julie okay <laughs> <laughs> i uh, love that I, term <laughs> <laughs> well i mean let's let's look at what happens with a, a uh, any any group of people that come together uh, with a mission and uh, and things get done and it's a team approach. We've always used that to a certain extent. Now with go to the whole, with uh, the connection field and with an understanding and a direct experience of the resonant field of resonance among us, we get to have a task force that comes directly from a base of love and that then the all actions that we take from there are for the good of the whole we've been moving out of uh a a, a, a paradigm a, a way of being where it's been for the good of me and i think that was an essential piece for the, in the earlier development of uh, in the evolution, evolutionary process of being human but now we're seeing without question that we have to come together in a way that is uh uh a, a task force for the good of the whole, and and that is a uh, a, a sharing and a dropping into, uh, you know, the vibration of that love and that and and having resonance with each other, knowing that we can count each other to come together and create and 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 develop a task for the good of the whole.
2: I love that you yeah. mentioned good of the whole in that like what is good of the whole Shelley our mission is to cultivate an ethos of wholeness and nurture our innate capacity to live for the good of the whole what would you add to that unitive task force I love that
3: yeah. <laughs> I do too. And I'm just like I'm just you know I think I think this is what the world needs now right and we say the world needs now is love sweet love right um but this sense of connection, the sense of connecting in service for the greater good brings such a smile to people's faces. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm here at uh, my family's uh, condo in Florida and, you know, CNN and all, you know, the, the news is going constantly. And what, what really fosters deep respect I mean what's needed here people want to feel respected they want to feel that they're seen and heard they want to feel and the way we're, you know, the way that you know when I think of a unitive task for the good of the whole is that we are stepping out of our personal agendas and this is forcing us this virus is forcing us you know I mean I guess it goes either way but for those of us that you know have that are connected to that feeling of like what can I do? I think it's bringing out in us. I just watched this amazing um, woman who said she was standing outside of uh, you know a big supermarket, and she was watching this elderly woman in this car and she wasn't getting out and she wasn't getting out and she wasn't getting out. and she was just going in for herself. and she was pulled. It, it is a it is a calling. It's our innate calling to serve the good of the whole. She was pulled to that car and Asked this woman what she needed. And this woman was afraid to go in. And so she said, I'll do it for you. And, you know, with so much joy and so much trust, she went in and she got that woman what she needed. And I think this, to me, is where what John was saying. When we move from our personal gender, we move from that I to a we, there is so- something that gets ignited. And we just want to do that more because it's there that we grow. It's from that place of service. Um, and that sense of con- connection, um, where we experience the the value of tuning into this greater field, and um, and then something starts to happen. There's a magic that happens. And I'll leave it there. Mm.
2: So, Shelly, I'm going to turn it right back to you on the actual structure for the connection field. I'm loving what you're saying, but I want to make sure that our listeners know how to link up. Mm-hmm. So. What do they need to do if they want to be a part of this? And do they need to come on and stay on the whole time? Do they need to come on and stay just for an hour? What, what do they need to do?
3: So we've opened up this bandwidth of time and it's structured in hourly segments, but anyone can come in at any point. They will immediately feel embraced. Um, so you can go to good of the whole, as goodofthewhole.org and just literally sign in. You'll receive a weekly digest and um where as we're building this field of people coming in and supporting and people coming in participating it all becomes one experience um they can you'll you'll discover through that weekly digest so the direct thing is to go to go to the whole dot org and then also we have um let's see if i can remember this. we have uh, it's all being done on zoom right now um it will eventually move into facebook live but right now it's on zoom so, you know, everyone in order to connect with their families and friends and children um, are learning this, uh, you know, video conferencing. And we're here to help you do that. Um, but you can also go um, and just, you know, the 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 number, the Zoom number, ID number. Do you want that directly, Julie?
2: Um, no. Well, I, th- I think no, instead okay. of trying to write it down, we'll just send them to, to the right. org. And if you sign up for that, that weekly digest, you're you'll instantly get a response back from us with that login information. So you have it that very day that you need it. Yeah. And, um, I just want to just also the digest is really beautiful and there's a lot of other offerings offerings that are Mm -hmm. going on besides that, John, do you want to talk a little bit about your men's group?
1: Uh, very briefly. I can do that. Uh, I, I led men's groups around the country for a number of years. Uh, after I did the, uh, the, the post-traumatic stress disorder group with, with men, Vietnam vets, I saw the need of, of men coming together and uh, discussing with each other their situations. And, and, and so now uh, on Monday evenings uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern time, I'm holding an hour and a half uh, uh, men's group uh, and it's really about opening the heart and seeing where we can let go of the old templates that we were uh, dictated to live from that were not all that satisfactory and have an open forum for men to express themselves as to, okay, I'm tired of doing that or I have specific gifts and talents here that uh, I want to be able to use in a new way. And we use the same process of, all right, if we have five, 10, 15, 20, whatever the number is, let's move into a a, a resonance with each other and, and let the information come in and support each other in in any way that uh, we can in order to create a a, a new place for ourselves as, uh, as men and men with women and all of us on the planet. So uh, that's that's pretty much what it's about.
2: Beautiful. Thank you. So that's yeah. Monday nights. And um, like Shelley had mentioned earlier, there'll be special events, special opportunities to experience different things in the evenings. And as this calendar expands, as that band of, of time that's available expands, um, you can get on in any time zone, hopefully soon as we continue to move in that direction. But for right now, it is noon to 5 Eastern on Zoom, live on Zoom. So I'm going to give you each a minute or so. If there's anything you really want to say that you're inspired to talk about, perhaps some surprises that you've had so far with the connection field or something that you didn't have an opportunity to talk about. And I'm going to start with you, Shelley.
3: For me, I just feel that it's just really important to really um, hold that this this connection field is a safe environment, no blame or judgment, and this field of resonance, this field of love. We're here to really build, um, really a field of acceptance for each other, and really allowing the exploration and and building of, of a coherent, new, uh, healthy, sustainable world. That where it's it's a place where. Yes, it's about our personal um, experience, but that it also envelops this opportunity to really. I love the word eco field. It's it's that we are we are whole systems. You know, we know our bodies are whole systems, living systems, and that we get to come into contact with each other in a in a whole new way. And really, uh, this residence is a pathway to that inherent wholeness, our inherent wholeness.
1: Beautiful, John. Well, you know. Uh, beautifully well said, Shel. Uh, you know, I just, I just want to say that what is happening here, uh, in our global situation is that, uh, we've been kind of, we've been kind of knocked in the head saying, Hey, what have we done in the past? And, and, and here we are right now in this situation, what are we going to do in the future? And, uh, many of the old ways are not, they're not going to cut it. We can't go back in time. So, uh, I would just like to say to all the listeners, I don't know if you felt it at all or experienced it uh, on this call for this hour. Three of us have been in resonance with each other for a while. And and it's that feeling and it's that mutual respect. And we're doing this uh, not because we want to excel in anything. I really really trust the field here that we're, we're we're trying to do something for the good of the whole. And if you would like to join, uh, join forces with us on that, the task force, and, and, and bring your gifts, your specific gifts and talents, because we all have them that we can use for the good of the whole, uh, we, would, we would love to have you uh, be part of our movement.
2: Beautiful. And so there's two invitations here. Um, one, John, you just invited them to come work with us, be a mentoring steward, be a part of the community, be a co-creative partner. There's lots of ways to do that. And the other invitation is to take advantage of the connection field. You don't have to be a member. And actually, everyone's a member of Good of the Whole. Everyone belongs. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a member. Nobody owns it, and everybody owns it. So come on to goodofthewhole.org. Sign in through your Facebook Twitter account or email and be a part of that global love team. What's it called? Global. All of a sudden I was going to the love, love bubble call, the, the global heart team. There we go. There we go. So thank you both for joining me today and um, sharing more about the connection field.
3: Thank
1: you, Julie.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Thank, thank you. And love to everyone.
2: Yeah. Thanks. So I want to leave you with a quote from Brene Brown. I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. You're invited to build that online community, coherence, and love with others, with us, in that connection field. You've been listening To the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected, remember together we are creating connections for the good of the whole. Until next time, I'm sending you a world of love.